I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hey, it's Suzanne and Rachel. We kept the tape rolling. We're calling this Hot Mic. It's short and sweet. Take a listen. Rachel, we are getting ready to take a break, as we do in August, and we'll start a fresh new season in September. But before we do, we thought it would be fun to take a look back at a show that really had a pretty profound impact on us and to check back in and see if we're following our own Advice. I mean, we make a ton of commitments on the air, we do. and we never circle back to see, like, are we really doing are it? Are we doing it? So this is back from March of 2018. There was a show called Are You a Producer or a Consumer? And it was basically telling the story that at the beginning of 2018, you and I had a meeting with this awesome guy, Rob English, really cool guy on the frontiers of culture and fashion. And in that meeting, he casually let it drop that he was going to do zero shopping in 2018, by, by which he meant no clothes, no home goods, no accessories, nothing that wasn't immediately essential. I think right. he even included like pharmaceuticals that weren't like in nothing. He wasn't no, going to buy anything. A, a thing for the entire right. year. We were so shocked at that because he's a real clothes horse and like right. really – uh, we were like, well, we can do that for one quarter <laughs> we, until we can, your birthday. Until my birthday. So we made a commitment to do and that. And we did it. We did it. We did it. But but oh, you kind of cheated, as I remember. There was one slightly cheaty thing. I asked if I could use a gift card. Right. Right. Okay. So let's take a listen to the um, the heart of the show where you and Rob talk about the rationale of his um, commitment, and then let's come back and talk about it, whether or not this changed us at all since then. Fashion is something that I'm a little bit embarrassed to say because I know how shallow it is. It is important to me. Well, I was going to say, so what led you to, like, cut the cord? I had a conversation with a couple of friends of mine, and, you know, it was, it was a particularly interesting combo because I, we, we all ind- over-index on fashion. Like, this is something that's important to all of us. So this notion 
of, you know, my friend was telling me that, you know, we was like, there's, there's an article that, you know, from the New York Times um, about a year of no shopping. And this woman was talking about how moving it was for her and the experience that she had. And, you know, for me, it, it touched a chord. Not, I think the, the point of that article was about, you know, saving money, or at least that's where it started. But what was interesting about it for me was this idea, think of cutting off that dopamine rush for me that I get from all of the things surrounding that activity um, and sort of using it as a, a force function to be creative in a different way. Um, you know, I, I saw it like, well, this isn't, because I, I do think there's a way to trick yourself into thinking that you're doing things, you know? Oh, like you can man. have, a, you ever have an idea and you feel like, okay, I have this idea and it's so great and I'm going to start this and then I'm going to do that and it could be so great because of this and that. And then people will see it like this and then it could help people like that. And then, and then, and, and you can get this, this, well of emotion and feeling like you've you've done something with this amazing idea but you know in actuality you haven't done anything so that's where you started getting the idea that this shopping is taking up some valuable space in you that's more valuable than money <laughs> right well i think the most important thing for me was like this feeling that i was tricking myself you know e- even more than the money more than even just the space in my brain I was tricking myself maybe into thinking that I am being more productive than I actually am, that I'm being more creative than I actually am. I think there's a crutch, and I think, so, you know, just to be really honest, it, it can be a crutch being someone that is so into your aesthetics. You can, as a creative, you can feel like, well, I am really creative because of my aesthetics, but that shouldn't be the measure of your creativity. <laughs> your, the measure of your creativity should be what you, what you output. So really, yeah. like, it was like a, a, wave, a forcing function for me to figure out how can I switch my brain to be less of a consumer and more of a producer. So I will say with complete honesty, and Rob, if you're listening to this, seriously, I really did do think that this changed my life in one respect, kind of permanently. I mean, unless I – mean, this was a whole long time ago. First of all, I don't do – online shopping mindlessly during the day and ever, ever, it, you know, when I'm on a boring call or – I do not do that. Secondly, and this is even more surprising, I almost never buy something that's not on sale. I never even considered that before. I do a lot of shopping on Real Real, only new with tags, but it's still commissioned stuff. So it's like I'm not, you know, my shopping habits have dramatically changed. Now, I will say this, Eden, my younger daughter's birthday is coming up and I sent her a ton of links, right? And then she sent me more links and I said, you can spend X on this. And so I went to every one of those links. It was really like shooting heroin. I spent the next two hours for myself going online. So I had to stop myself and go, whoa, 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 lady, whoa. Interestingly enough, 
that's the primary behavioral change that occurred with me was the number of times I would mindlessly peruse, browse. It was like wandering down the virtual aisles of a of an online store mindlessly. Stop. Mindlessly, you're not even looking not for anything. Not even looking for anything. That's over. The, when I, I still get into my inbox, the out net, yeah. real, real, net a porte Click, delete, click, delete. Yep. The next step really should be to get unsubscribe. Yeah, we're not, not quite there yet. I'm not there yet, but I... It has no appeal to me, really no appeal. So that's a big change. Now, you know that the number of things that I have purchased for your grandson, Milo, is my crack. That's a problem. That is a problem. The problem is caused by your daughter, Eden, whose Instagram feed is full of Milo walking around. And and it's like that's – it triggers me. It's like a Pavlov's dog. (laughs) All I can think of is, oh, I need to dress him. (laughs) So that's my one thing where I could probably spend – and you know this – a good – hour plus just identifying the right pair of shoes. Hey, or- can I point out there was another little incident that was what? slightly alarming? What? It was where I, where you pulled yourself back from the edge, but it was such an alarming edge that I need to remind you of it. Remember when you sent me a text uh, maybe a month ago saying, I just got to the point of considering buying a dress for $3,000 and I kind of woke up from my snow it, it was better than that. I said to you, I sent you a text and I said, Rachel, I just made $14,000 right. I mean, that today. was the coda was, so now I am much richer. What should we do with this money? And I'm like, huh? It was such twisted logic. And then when I told Lily, my daughter, I was like, this is what Suzanne just did. She was like, who buys a dress for $14,000? No, it, let's go back to the logic. The logic was I had mindlessly shopped. Mindlessly, you said. It was yes. like waking up on Ambien. Yes. And had put $14,000 of, of clothes oh, that's right. in a shopping cart. Right. And then had deleted it all. Right. And then texted you and said. You know, I feel really rich. I just made $14,000. <laughs> right. right. Uh-huh. Okay, so we're uh-huh. on our way. Uh-huh. But Rob, thank you. And at this point, you're going to say, our producer just interrupted us and said, we are so not on our way. You guys have some serious issues. You did not. This was not soul searching. Shopping on sale is not what Rob is talking about. He was talking about your creativity. You guys completely missed the point. I wish you could get on the air. Okay. Okay. All right. Hold on a second. (laughs) We were just so proud of ourselves. Our producer just bitch slapped us right and left and said, wait a minute. I just I have to I have to have a truth telling moment. Oh, shit. We're not cured. I feel I've applied my that creativity to Milo's wardrobe. I have a theme each time. No, my God. Susie's waving her arms and shaking her head. That doesn't that doesn't count. Okay. bye. Sorry, Rob. Let's go.